Levels, levels. Levels, levels. You ready for this? Yeah, sure. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Yeah, let's storm up, right? Sure. Welcome back. Your dreams were your ticket. <laughs> I, I did know you were going to play that. I also didn't know if this is one of those where you wrote lyrics and you were going to sing over the top of it, although you've been told. Or No, yeah, I'm not allowed to do that. Or the thing, because I knew that, what I was waiting for was after it said, welcome back, I was waiting for you just to drop in, Todd. <laughs> nice, nice choice on the music. Thanks, I thought you'd enjoy that. How about some other music that we're much more familiar with? Talking to Todd, a weekly podcast with Dwayne Johnson and Todd Prince, where failure is always an option. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Todd. Who who are you again? Oh, hey, how's it going? <laughs> man. Pretty, pretty good. How are you? Man, this 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 Netflix show on my laptop sucks. <laughs> oh. Oh, wait, Who's that's us. The- Who's the almost bald guy? Why are the, I don't know. I mean, you'd think that the set decorator would have cleaned up the set a little bit. I mean, that that seems to be a little out of control. Your set decorator looks like he's in a courtyard? <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. Oh, courtyard. Are you kidding me? This is a Weston. Oh, so it's a Marriott. Weston by Bonvoy. Sure, whatever. Yes. Sure, whatever. <laughs> no, if it if it uh if it was a courtyard Monday night uh when I got in late and needed dinner the the order for room service <laughs> wouldn't have wouldn't have been the delivery charge tax and fees wouldn't have been 55% <laughs> Of oh. the price of the thing I ordered. Oh, yeah, yeah. The courtyard would have been, yeah, just grab something out of the cooler and we'll yeah. put it on your room. The room service at the courtyard is, are you familiar with Grubhub? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, pizza delivers. Can I introduce you to Uber Eats? <laughs> or or ShoutHub. ShoutHub always works. Yes, yeah. Hi. Anyway, we're back. We're <laughs> back. It's like we never left, though. I mean, f- because because the hiatus episode dropped on time, so it's as if we were never gone. But on right. the other hand, I apparently I haven't don't seen know you any in of this. Two weeks, yeah. yeah. Plus two weeks. Thanks. Plus, thanks, Eli. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seems to be uncalled for there, but whatever. <laughs> we, I'm assuming. That after we take some time off, we may have some feedback, follow up, and and whatever the el- heck else we do. Oh, sweet God, do we ever! My mailbox is full. Uh, speaking of things that are full, your comment about how Greg has full custody of our <laughs> sense of humor <laughs> got well, a pretty I'll, good rea- got a pretty good reaction up on that one. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Let's see. So that was great. Other feedback from Amy when we were making bobcat puns. Yeah. She was doing the same thing that Lisa was. <laughs> Time to move along. Also got a really good reaction out of machismo. Put him on the IR. <laughs> did you have did you have local notes? From episode one sixty five, before we go to the hiatus notes, no, I, except for the we can move along, just, just move it yeah. along. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. I mean, we know it's coming, and yeah. it's like, yeah, I know it's coming, and yet we're still going to do it because <laughs> it entertains us. On episode, 
166, the hiatus episode where I was talking about the trip with Toby? Yes. Um, actually. I believe that was your sophomore year because we were dating at the time. <laughs> okay. I sit corrected. <laughs> also, uh, I found, and this is a visual gag on an audio medium. Are those playing cards? These are the playing cards that Toby and I bought and played with, signed, and there is a date on there. There is. So we can we can confirm that it was December of 1990 when that actually happened. Uh, and and thirdly, Amy says, I don't think you stayed in Grinnell. I'm pretty sure I know where we stayed. I don't think you stayed in Grinnell. I don't think you got it. That I don't think you guys got that far. It's the only Super 8 between Iowa City and Grinnell. It has to have been Grinnell. But I was informed, you didn't call your mother, but you called me. Note, make sure that Sandy doesn't listen to this episode, because that is a piece of information she is not going to enjoy even now. (laughs) You're working under the assumption that my mother knows how to listen to a podcast. What what I'm saying is she's may have never listened to this ever before and may never listen ever again, but out of some sort of weird thing, your dad's <laughs> clicking around on his phone and all of a sudden he plays one minute of audio and that's the audio that comes out. He's like, that was weird. And you've got to now deal with the consequences. <laughs> with the luck I've been having lately, that's exactly what would happen. <laughs> Let's see. How about Lisa? Lisa's Lisa's feedback was, "Hey, do more of that. Do more of that bonus stuff. That was good and refreshing." She actually enjoyed. She enjoyed us telling some stories. She also, while I was while going back through this, because she was involved in all of the stories. <laughs> These, these weren't like, I mean, she just kind of made these comments. I, she said, I completely undersold how terrible the roads were and how dangerous it was for us to drive to the hotel. She's like, you didn't explain that at all. Like it was so much worse than you explained it. And I'm like, well, yeah, but how do you explain? Realistically, I did something incredibly stupid (laughs) With multiple people in the car <laughs> at an age where I shouldn't have done it, but we made it. She also, uh, at the end of the story about Monday Night Football, she said, she goes, I, I, I just need to tell you again, I, I love you for letting us leave because that was terrible. So really, not only did I relive some of the worst moments, um, she got to relive them as well. But production note, Next time, I would like the questions in advance like you had them, because you had time to think about what stories. For the record, that was included in a set of questions that I said we could do. Oh, so if... I threw out ideas. (laughs) Yes. Okay, to be fair, yes. However, note... We should decide on the stories ahead of time and have some time to prepare. You're not wrong. You're you're not wrong. Note taken. But I I'm going to I I think I'm probably going to pin that episode to the top of our podcast. And if somebody wants to listen that hasn't listened before, that's the show I'm going to send them to. Hmm. Hey, this one is is isn't like any of the rest of them. It's good. Listen to this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty. Yes. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. I mean, good news, though. Lisa said she wants more of that. I can pretty much guarantee there's multiple of these bonus episodes going to be coming in October, November, and maybe early December based on travel schedules. So cool. However, I will say I just. It was fun to do. I think we both had a good time yep. and I, I absolutely, there, there will be more of those because I, I think that that worked out really well. As the, as the editor, I enjoyed taking a week off. <laughs> clip the start, clip the end, type in some stuff, post. 
Yep, it was pretty good. Let's see. Oh, one other one, I guess. Um, actually. As I'm telling the story about the worst sport, sporting events we've attended, Amy yep. says, how do you not talk about being at the double doink? Yes. Cody Parkey hit the field, hit the goalpost four times that afternoon. On one three kicks. On, yes. He hit, he hit the goalpost four times on three kicks. He hit it five times on four kicks. Five times. Okay. There. Okay. Five times on four kicks. Yes. Yeah. You get, you got to admit he may not be at, well, he may not be accurate, but he was incredibly consistent that day. No question about it. So that was, that was the only thought there. Sarah Judson Brown, toddler, negative 18. And John Brown, toddler, 1881. He's been assigned a number on the fact that I refuse to go to Minnesota. Yes. And they live in Minnesota. Yes. Challenge accepted. They, they intend to show me a good time in Minnesota and make sure that I do not have a horrible experience. I don't know. I mean, if you go anywhere near their place, I mean, there's, there's cows on the loose. You, <laughs> you gotta be careful. <laughs> <laughs> And they're sneaky. They're ninja yeah. cows. Their ninja cows are on the loose. And it's entirely possible that somebody in town is is camping out, uh, watching trains ready for a terrorist attack. So we got to be careful. <laughs> when they were in town visiting, we were all at Peggy's and we were joined by Jake. And I'm like, hey, Jake. Toddler negative 18, negative 18, meet Jake. It's <laughs> a little podcast reunion right there. It's ToddCon one and a half. That in, in the pod business, what you hosted was a meetup. Oh, yes. You're right. It was. Because if you call it that, I think you can write, I think you can write off the trip to Peggy's. That's a business expense. Hosted meetup. Hosted meetup. I did buy. So that's a, yeah, I need to go find that receipt. Let's see. Sherry registered for Ragbri. Two, two weeks after we told her to. I I was going to say, I she gave us feedback that that reminded her. And I was thinking, didn't she already? I mean, she thanked us for the reminder. Yep. Anybody can, anybody can take the reminder. <laughs> <laughs> But that's good. That that's good that she's that she's registered now. She is on board. She's doing Tuesday and Wednesday. We're doing Wednesday and Thursday, which includes the Century Loop. Who's the real athletes now? Don't go there. No, no. It's her. To be yeah, clear, it's, it's, it's still her. Oh yeah, yeah. I I've I've seen the text messages from her. Like, well, this was a crappy day. Her crappy day exceeds my personal best. So <laughs> let's just be clear. Oh, uh, got a note from Doug at the Educated Idiots. Yep. Quote, so we ordered Indian food, end quote. I'll take sentences I've never uttered for 500, please, Alex. (laughs) That's partially because he lives in Iowa and not in the undisclosed location. What are... The, the greater Waterloo Cedar Falls metropolitan area has to have, there has to be an Indian restaurant there somewhere, I would assume. Not in a direction that Doug's car goes. Oh, fair enough. Yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to bring all the cosmopolitan to the podcast. <laughs> Highfalutin, right? And... And, and and Gosha sent me a hand washing tip after our discussion about hand washing oh. and the watch. Yes, I'm trying to think. Was there anything else? Did you get anything else? Uh, no, I did not. Okay. Oh, I had one more. Um, actually, you were talking about Shaq. Yes, and how he's seven three, three hundred and fifty to four hundred pounds. Yes. Um, actually, Shaq is seven foot one and weighs three twenty five. I'll go with a seven foot one. I'll I will be corrected on that. Have you seen him on the T- TNT set? 
three and a quarter <laughs> ain't it. He hasn't seen three and a quarter since his freshman year of college, and maybe not even then. I was going to say eighth grade and middle, eighth grade, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Eh. I, I guess I got. I guess I need to bet do better fact checking my throwaway lines <laughs> on my stories. Usually, usually you do real time follow up on those, and I don't have the opportunity to correct you. But there was one, so and and it's been three weeks. So yeah, yeah. All right. Well, it's good. Yeah. We yeah. we strive for accuracy. Under follow up. Yeah. Our title two weeks ago was Taylor Swift for Treasury Secretary. It was. And I laughed at it when we talked about it because I thought it was funny. I thought it was funny, too. The Swifties will come for you. <laughs> how How is that a thing? We are saying she is smarter. She is smart enough to be the Treasury Secretary. That That, that wasn't a put down. That was we should have her help us figure the budget problems out. Swifties don't have the attention span to listen to a 52-minute podcast. You're you're acting as if we actually got feedback around that. We did get feedback around that. Uh, on the YouTube post, I'll read it verbatim. You know what? Hey, don't be a highfalutin. Read it in English, not verbatim, please. <laughs> New comment on episode 165, Taylor Swift for Treasury Secretary. It's time to give up, brother. From an account that is less than a day old. Somebody went to the effort to create a new account just in order to tell us to give it up. That's dedication. You know what? That's the kind of energy we need to bring to to increase list. You know what? Some people listen because they like it. Most people listen because they know us. I'm okay if there's a few people that are just hate listening it, listening to us. I they're all downloads. We're winning. At the end yeah. of the day. Yeah. And so I don't listen to trolls on the internet. I repeat what they say on the air, clearly, but I don't listen to them. <laughs> I'm not taking my wife's feedback. You think I'm taking yours? Seriously. <laughs> yeah. What did he expect there? For, for you to, for the account to reply, you make a good point. This was our last episode. <laughs> <laughs> that, that apparently was our penultimate episode. You're welcome, Doug. The also under follow up, I got an email from a meeting planners meeting called Connect. They want to give me an all expenses paid trip to Minneapolis. <laughs> Just going to leave that here. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I think I think we could all offer based off of the feedback we got from you, I think we could all offer you an all expenses paid trip to Minneapolis. And be very safe that I'm not going to spend any of your money. Yeah. Did you, did you bring some follow-up? Yeah. This one goes way, way back in the, in the first year of the podcast, I think right around maybe, yeah, near the end of the first year. If you remember, I was starting to get worried about the interns at NBC Sports and the pictures that were getting put with the articles. Yes. That were posted in Apple News. And it was just, it was terrible. And like, we just, I mean, that was like six or seven weeks of admittedly visual jokes on an audio medium. But anyway, we did that. This is not NBC Sports because that ceases to exist. But apparently the Los Angeles Times hired at least one of them. <laughs> and I'm going to send this to you. And it, it is the it is a story about the NFL. But I think th the people at the L.A. Times may be proving the point of the headline more than they meant. Who's that? So, so the headline is California and New York investigating allegations that the NFL created a hostile workplace for women employees. And the picture they use for it is Brian Flores. <laughs> okay. Brian has also sued claiming racial discrimination. But in a story that, that women have accused the NFL of problems, maybe not use a picture of a man. Because that might actually, unless, 
unless of course the LA Times is now taking a dig at Brian, which I it, wrong. Find it. Fi- find a picture of of a of a woman to put with the story about about the women suing or being invest uh, investigating. Or if you have to run a picture of a man, run Dan Snyder. Yes, but why why give him any more <laughs> press? Okay, also fair. But you but you could just give a pic. Just you know what? Just put a picture of Roger Goodell. Who needs to be punched in the face over this? I don't know. Here's Roger. <laughs> okay, so speaking of Roger Goodell, yeah. we're sitting around. John and Sarah are here. We're watching night one of the NFL draft. Okay. Roger Goodell comes on stage. The audience in the audit it's not an auditorium, I guess, assembled. The audience assembled for the draft boos Roger Goodell, right? Yes, they do. As, it's as they do. Right, exactly. And Sarah looks at us, okay, Roger Goodell. Why do we hate him? <laughs> the the question isn't the question isn't do we hate him? We do. I get that. Yes. yes. Just wondering why. Uh-huh. Yep. I didn't have a great answer. Other than he's the commissioner of the league. Tradition. <laughs> Tradition. <laughs> why not? Oh. By the way, uh, I, I did have one other piece of follow-up now that you now that we went with tradition. And we were we in 165 or 166. Oh, one the one where we were stupid about Jane Seymour and yeah, the one we were stupid. You're gonna have to be more. Oh, specific. you're gonna need to be more specific than that. <laughs> yeah, the Anne Hathaway, Jane Seymour having yes. nothing. To, yeah, all that yeah. whole thing. Yes, that whole thing. Yeah. Uh, Lisa, Lisa asked me, um, I, I believe our plan is when we go to England in the fall, I believe, uh, the plan is that I think we already have tickets to go to six. Uh, I, I, I believe I will now get to see the worldwide sensation, which may be the best musical in the last 15 years, six. So I, thanks Eli. So I, I, I will not two six. Yeah. Six. Thanks, Eli. Thanks, Eli. Thanks, Eli. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, that adds up. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah. Anyway, that's down the road. We may have a review. Okay. Should we go to idiots? Sure. Are we going to skip? Todd ought to know. You know what? I'll, I just heard. I heard voices from across the universe shouting, "Yes, skip." I think Todd ought to know that there are more musicals out there and he needs to see them. <laughs> well, I was going to see, I was going to go see Phantom, but it just closed on Broadway after 35 years. Come on. No. Didn't you give me a shot at this. Mm. Okay. Yeah. How about idiots? How about the Scott Frost Memorial idiot of the week? Excellent. On my side, the story is a uh, report on this. Speaking of the NFL draft um, that you guys were watching, after the first round ended, there were multiple jerseys missing from behind the scenes. Oh, yeah. Good news that there was uh, there was security footage that they could go back and look at, and they were all sitting in the talent waiting room. And they basically have all these jerseys, right, from all the teams that already have a number one printed on them so that they can, and there's no last names, so that as soon as they get picked, somebody can put the last name on and they can hand them the number one jersey. After the first round ended, a Vikings jersey, a Cowboys jersey, and a 49ers jersey um, was missing, which the NFL valued at a over a thousand dollars for three of these jerseys. Well, I'm like, that seems hot. Well, if you've ever tried to buy an official Jersey, that's actually probably a pretty good deal. Anyway, where can I pick up three jerseys for only a thousand dollars? Anyway, they, they had video. They went and looked, went, Oh, Hey, I know who those two are. Allegedly two USC journalism students 
who were there representing the Annen- they were representing Annenberg Media as a part of USC's Annenberg School of Communication and Journalism. <laughs> they ducked in and allegedly Shortly after 1 a.m. on Friday morning, they went into that area and decided that they needed three jerseys and were were promptly, uh, by, by Friday midday, I believe. Oh, yes. The two were arrested shortly before, to, before boarding a flight back to L.A., <laughs> where the 49ers and Cowboys jerseys were found in their possession. Wasn't me. Somebody I'm, said I could have this. Yeah, yeah. This this dude walked up and said fifty bucks for a jersey, and I thought that sounded like a pretty good deal. I traded so, him a coke for it. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's sort of a guy. Really he's mean. limping. He's kind he's of limping a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told him he could have it. I I said you can have it. He said no, and I said no, you can have it. And then he gave me the jersey, and it was great. It was beautiful. Anyway, <laughs> we're so old. <laughs> oh my god we're old i mean for the record when that when when that coke commercial came out we were we were young <laughs> i don't remember seeing it on first pass i've seen it since anyway so congratulations to the usc school of journalism for paying for two guys to go and represent and go i'm a journalist that's now belongs to me Oof. oh how about you what do you got? Did you see what Wander Franco did this week? Is he part of the MCU Phase 4 universe? No, but we did go see Guardians of the Galaxy. I'll cover that later. Uh, does he fight with Ant-Man, Wander Franco? No. Anyway. So shortstop Wander Franco fields the ball in his glove, takes the ball out of his glove, flips it up in the air, and then catches it, and then fires to first to get the runner out. Okay. A little razzle-dazzle when you're up 11-2. to two. But it's a little razzle-dazzle. It felt a little bat-flippy. <laughs> he was not fined. He was not plunked. And he actually had a home run in his next at-bat. So the baseball gods think it's okay. Hey. Let the kids play. Right? So, but my idiots related to this story are the online haters. I have no problem with this. He made the play. Now, if he flips it up in the air and drops the ball, he's got bigger problems than whether or not people think it's whatever, right? Yeah. Did he make the play? Yes, he made the play. Is it a little razzle-dazzle? Sure, but I don't care. It's fun. Internet haters need to just take a breath, especially those that, never mind, I won't go down the Taylor Swift path. Uh, Internet, yeah, go ahead. Wait, you brought as idiots internet haters? Yes, I did. To be honest, I'm going to tell you, this is your only time you get to do that because otherwise you're going to be phoning this one in because you can pretty much be... Hey, for the seven for the seventeenth week in a row, internet haters. Internet. For what? I don't know. Something. I don't. By the way, you said that he, it was bat flippy. The difference is almost every unwritten rule in baseball that will get you hit by a hundred mile an hour fastball. Almost all of them are don't show up the pitcher. It. These aren't baseball's unwritten rules. These are pitchers' rules of don't make me look bad, even including if I if I screw up and throw you a meatball across the home plate and you put that thing into orbit because I'm a bad pitcher, if you stand there and watch it for too long, that's on you. You're disrespecting the game. Well, you disrespected the game when you couldn't put the ball where you wanted it to, but anyway... Yes. You know, the the thing, uh, do we want to talk about the new baseball rules? The thing that I like about the new baseball rules and the pitch clock is it eliminates the stall, right? 
if you're the quarterback, and we've talked about this before, if you're the quarterback, you take the snap, you drop back three steps and somebody's coming at you, you don't get to call timeout. Right. Like you get to do in basketball, right? You, yes. You don't get to, you know, let's just take a minute here and figure out which of the four receivers I want to throw it to, right? Pitchers have to make decisions and they have to throw a pitch. And they have to do it. And it's not like this is a new thing. Because baseball games used to routinely be under two hours. Yes. Yes. The stall is the thing that we're eliminating, which I am perfectly fine with. I will say, I absolutely agree. I will say, however, I could have included this in follow-up. I was trying to stay out of sports, but this is Dwayne's fault comments towards Dwayne. We talked about needing robot umpires because the actual umpires are, many of them are just terrible at their job. And on a daily basis, they prove that they need to be replaced by robots and not even really good robots, just, you know, standard robots. However, I don't know if you saw a couple of weeks ago, the pirates called up somebody who has spent 13 years in the minor leagues. And he has been called up to the show a couple of times, but he never got an at-bat. Like, this is right out of Field of Dreams. Yeah. They finally brought him in as a pinch hitter, like in the eighth inning, after he had been up for a couple of games. And every, I think he must have been told, we're probably going to pinch hit for you. His folks were in the stand. His brother was in the stand. This was at Pittsburgh, and it's in April, so they were, in theory, already out of contention, but actually, I think they're pretty good this year. Anyway, the article actually said in the sparsely attended PNC Park, he came up after waiting 13 years in the minors for what may be his only at-bat. Everybody was giving him a standing ovation. The umpire, being a good umpire and knowing what his job is, could he could if he wanted to he could have said get in here the clock or you already got a strike but the umpire walked away from the plate to do some umpire business while the guy was standing at the plate because the pitch clock doesn't start until the umpire is ready and he happened to need to do something so that this guy who has spent 13 years waiting for this moment can get a standing ovation for his first at bat. That's what you want the umpire to do. Understand the circumstance. Let him have his moment. It's this isn't this isn't the pitch clock. This isn't let him let him enjoy this. Right. Good well, job for the umpire. And I don't say that very often. Wilson Contreras comes back to Wrigley Field. You know he's going to get a standing ovation the first time that he comes up to bat, right? Yes. There was another, there was somebody that was playing for the Dodgers that was going back to someplace that he'd been. And they called a strike on him on his first pitch because the umpire was just stupid about it. <laughs> All right. We should get out of sports corner. Where are we at now? Ooh, travel corner. Yeah. How was your trip? Overall, um, trip was good. We, we, uh, we took a cruise from Los Angeles up the Pacific coast, went to San Francisco, Astoria, Victoria, ended in Vancouver, spent the day in Vancouver and then flew home the next day. Not really many stories. Cruise passengers are weird. There's a lot of, there's a lot of old people on cruises who just don't give a damn. (laughs) That's just, (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I cut you off. Anyway, the one thing I will say, however, is we're in the North, it's in the North Pacific. And so it, it got a little nautical, which is fine. We, it, it wasn't the worst, it wasn't the worst we've ever been on. By that folks, he means bumpy. Yeah. Yeah. And the captain was at one point at noon saying we have three meter seas. I believe it was three meter seas which means the waves are about nine feet high. So, so I mean, the ship's a thousand feet long and it's 18 stories high, but at 
in nine foot seas, the ship is is moving up and down. That's a drop. The, the water in the pool is sloshing out of the pool and then back in the pool. Um, it's, it's very cool. That's why they put nets on there. So you have something to hold on to. No, just stay in the pool. Anyway. So you're surfing in the pool. Cool. Yeah. Catch a half pipe. What I will say is that I could have made better. I'm going to say this. I could have made better decisions. But that was the day that I had scheduled to go for my run on the treadmill. Oh, no. Which is on the 16th deck at the front of the ship. Quick note, the center of gravity of the ship is in the middle at the bottom, right? So the higher up you go, the more motion you get and the closer to the front or the back you get. So it was basically as as almost as high up and far forward as you can go, which meant you felt the motion uh, much more. So were you king of the world? No, no. It's hard to be king of the world when you have one hand firmly grabbing the grabbing the the handrail, not permanently, but at one point. What what makes it difficult is you take your runnings, quote unquote running, you know, whatever. Your foot leaves the treadmill, and bef- when it comes back down, the treadmill isn't where you left it. <laughs> That's. That's problematic. Sometimes it's lower. So you go to like where you should be and your foot just keeps going down. Sometimes you raise your foot and before you put your foot down, the treadmill has now made contact with your foot. (laughs) There is also this cool side to side motion as well. So it's entirely possible that you took your foot off and when you put it back down, it is now on the edge of the treadmill when it was in the middle. It, it's fantastic. It's just, it's like it is pl- for 30 minutes. You actually have to concentrate because normally the sidewalk is right where you left it. Right. But with this, it's kind of like a game. Guess what's going to happen in the next half a second. <laughs> so there was that. And then, and then I, we got, we got home on Saturday and then Monday morning, hopped on a plane, flew from the Indusco's location to Atlanta for this work trip, get in the, the flight from Salt Lake to Atlanta, three and a half hours, the couple sitting next to me before we take off, they're going through the movies on Delta and the guy says, Ooh, let's see what movies they have. Ooh, American underdog. Jesus. At which point he says, hey, this is the Kurt Warner story. And his wife, who is sitting between us, says, uh-huh. And he goes, you know, he's the guy that went to the Super Bowl. You know, great story. I mean, it's really fascinating. And I'm thinking, yeah, she doesn't care. I, <laughs> I know I know that response because I have gotten that response. <laughs> I so desperately wanted to lean over and just say, that is a Kurt sto- a Kurt Warner story. It's not the Kurt Warner story. <laughs> it's definitely a story. <laughs> yeah. It's a story that has a character named Kurt Warner. Anyway, you do you. I got in late and apparently the last piece of travel story didn't happen directly to me, but I got in late. I was tired. Get to the desk. I thought they said is is floor seven okay for you? And I said, sure. And then I walked to the elevator and look at the number that they had written down on my card. And it wasn't, she didn't ask me if floor seven was okay. She asked me if floor 57 was okay. Because this is a 72 story hotel. Fine. And there's only certain elevators that go to the high floors and you got to figure all that out. Anyway, fine. Elevators took a while. Okay, cool. The next morning, down having the sponsored breakfast or whatever. And I start hearing from people, apparently again, 72 story hotel, apparently Monday before I got here, all of the elevators, all of them, all 10 went out of service for like 45 minutes. Oh no. 
So, and apparently that was at the time when a bunch of people had checked in and then the sponsored welcome reception, meaning free drink, was being held on on floor five. So I've talked with more than 10 people who walked down 40, 50, 60 flights of stairs. <laughs> well, the reception was on and I didn't want to miss it. It's one way How? to control. That's one way to control costs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody show up. The problem is the people that do show up are going to be really hungry. <laughs> How good are these hors d'oeuvres that they're serving? I mean, come on. Um, I told Lisa that and, and she, I, and her, her comment was, she's like, I don't care what they're serving. I'm not, I'm not going down. Down is better than, go, than having to go up 60 yes. flights. But I kind of feel like at 60 flights, 57, whatever, going down that many eventually becomes a problem anyway. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what I can tell you is the hors d'oeuvres that they're serving, they were a step up. Oh my. Oh, that's just. You sank to a new low. <laughs> See, the problem that I would have with knowing that I was planning to walk down 60 flights, if the elevator is out, at some point I've got to walk up 60 flights. Unless yeah. there's a fire, I'm not going down 60 flights. Yeah, what? what's your plan when you get down there? <laughs> Right, you've got a lot of faith in it. That what that what that shows is faith in the engineering department. Oh, it'll be fixed. It'll be fine. Otherwise, I'm sleeping somewhere else, or a complete lack of foresight. <laughs> well, I want to get a free drink. Who cares what happens in the future? YOLO. <laughs> How about you? That's future Dwayne's problem. Yeah, yeah. Screw that guy who best case scenario is probably a little tipsy (laughs) (laughs) on the cool free drink and probably is a little tipsy and it probably has some cheap shrimp in his stomach (laughs) oh my god i i need to get to my room real quick (laughs) how about you what what do you have for travel stories we've talked about equipment configurations before Yes, and sometimes even about airplanes. Yes. <laughs> Is this an after dark episode? <laughs> You're 12. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes, that's true. So, particularly the 767 300 that I flew on. Okay. On Delta. Can you tell me the configuration? Of a of a Delta seven six seven three hundred, what class of service? <laughs> back in the back where I was, not up front, because up front they had really nice Delta one, and Lay then flat. there was a first class, and then there was a business class, and then there was back with me. Yeah, I think that's in a. I'm. Oh, I'm trying to remember if that's a two four two or a three 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 config. It's a it's a two three two config. Oh, okay. Which is my favorite. It's now my favorite configuration. If I'm stuck back in the back, yes, because there's only one middle seat. Yes, I can be anywhere I want to, honestly, and not be upset, except in the middle. And there's a just a one in five chance at that point that I'm then going to be stuck in the middle. Uh, I, I did not, that was, that too was something that I learned this week. I don't, fl- rarely do I fly on a plane that's that big or bigger because it's always just small hops. Des Moines to someplace is a small hop. And then from someplace to someplace else is generally than a small hop. I don't do these big, huge flights. So, but a two, three, two configuration when you're back in the back, that's a, yep, that's a good gig. I will tell you just because like we, we pick flights partially some, I mean, if we can, we pick, we pick the flights and based on the equipment and they can always swap the equipment out. But to your point, especially like if you're going to be flying like long haul on that, 
and the choice is like a 333 config or a 232 config, we always take the 232 because then we can have the two seats together yep. by, you know, on the one side. And then this is just our, this is our space. It's our space. Last right. thing you want to do is say, this is our space. And who are you? Oh, excellent. <laughs> Welcome. Awesome. Oh, oh, you're going to watch American Underdog for nine hours. It's awesome. Did, do your headphones turn down at all? No, no. Those no. are, wow. Oh, huh. cool. Yeah. Uh, what are you? Uh, what are you watching this week? Let's watch a show on Netflix called Florida Man. Okay. Because I was flying and needed to download something, and there's only so many things I can download. Because I, we finished Schmigadoon, Schmicago, whatever. We're watching Ted Lasso, which was awesome again this week. I don't know if you've watched yet or not. Have you watched the one that released today slash last night? Yes. No. Okay. When you do, you're going to need to text me because there's content. Because it's awesome. It's funnier for us than for anybody else watching the show. (laughs) Amy, afterwards, says, I'm not sure that they intended for that line to be as funny as we found it, but we found it hilarious. <laughs> and when you get there, you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, my God. Did you just, when you know, you know me? You know, Is that yes, you I did? did. Yep. Yes, I did. <laughs> How about you? You watching anything new or just old stuff? Since we were on a cruise, we didn't, we weren't watching anything. So we just, when we got home, we, we caught up on stuff. So we finished uh, Schmigadoon, watched, I think we watched the episode of Ted Lasso that came out while we were, uh, while we were gone. And yeah, I think that's about it. So we're, we were just getting caught up. So did, you watch, of, the you know, di- did you watch the diplomat of- yet? No, we have not did, yet. Did you watch the night agent yet? No, we have not yet. You know, that's been recommended to you. I'm a, I'm aware. Yes. Okay. Yes. That was discussed. <laughs> you know, You're going to you get know, a reminder every week until you watch it. You know, you can just tell me. I don't, you know, that's, I mean, when we got back, there were a lot, there were a lot of train videos that needed to be watched as well. Those were all queued up. So, you know, I mean. Yeah, I can see. I, I, you know, I get it. Time for Twill. Yeah, I think so. Okay. You want me to go first? Doesn't matter. I can. Okay. When, because I don't think mine's particularly funny. It's just something that I learned. I was in Orlando and the, the contractors that we hired for the activation that we gave away in the booth what we did was this doesn't have anything to do with anything, but we, I don't know if you can see this. That looks like uh, that. Is that a wood engraved keychain? Then on the back it's blank, but what we would do is we would take your picture and then we would laser engrave your picture on the back of the keychain. Oh, like an analog air tag. <laughs> Yes. Who does this belong to? Oh, it's Fred. I know him. Yeah. yeah. Or you, fact, just you don't will... even you don't even need to know his name. <laughs> you just walk around and just or if you go, hey, I found somebody's keys and somebody walks up to you and goes, uh, I think you have my keys. You can go. Mm, let me check. Nope. Huh. How about that? So anyway, Vidi, who was the lead for the company that we hired to do this project, she and I were talking about the podcast. So I had to explain to her how to find it. No Gino space, which she did on the first try. Excellent. It's starting to catch on. And I also encouraged her to listen to the hiatus episode because it's not out yet, but it'll be out. (laughs) If you want to listen to something, this one's pretty good and it doesn't have anything to do with anything else. So it's anyway, but then later that day, she comes over and says, Hey, I've got content for your podcast. I said, really? Okay. You know, if you provide content, you get a mention. So hi, Vitey, if you're listening, did you know 
because I'm sure you do. This is something that I learned, but I'm, it's something that I'm sure that you are keenly aware of. Tom Sandoval quit drinking after Vanderpump Rules. Please, please don't, don't tell me you expect me to know that. Are you or, not an avid you you're so you're a closet Vanderpump Rules watcher is what you're telling me. You refuse to admit <laughs> that you are up on Scandaval and the relationship and the comeback of the character that's been gone for 5 years and how he had this affair Tom Sandoval, he had a scandalous affair hence Scandaval a scandalous affair with Raquel Levis. Uh, you didn't know all of this? I'm sure you did because you are a closet Vanderpump Rules watcher. Whereas I, this was all new information to me, which I learned this week from Vitey. So thank you, Vitey, for bringing me up to speed on Vanderpump Rules. You're welcome. One, I don't know how you think that I would have known any of that. Liar. And B, and B, what the hell am I going to cover now? Because you just took my story of what I learned this week. <laughs> <laughs> that Tim Scandalval thing. He's he's a he's a he's 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 a dog. <clears throat> yeah. I promised I would cover it. This is where I put it. How about you? Did you learn anything good? Well, okay. So you're talking about the airplane configuration. Uh huh. So get on the plane in Salt Lake. This is before what I'm now referring to as the the Kurt Warner incident. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we just about lost him there, folks. <laughs> Kurt Warner incident. Sorry. Please continue. The flight attendant was super was super nice, super excited. I mean, and and it was sort of this genuine like, hey, welcome aboard and everything else. And we happen to be in this case, we happen to be on a 757, which is it's got a single aisle, but it's really, really long. It's the nickname of it in the aviation industry is the flying pencil because it's basically just this really long tube with some wings. And just it. It looks out of proportion. Anyway. It's the second week in a row. Siri makes a guest appearance. I don't I don't know what she was trying to get out of that. Anyway, pencils don't fly, Todd. Oh, come on. Anyway. So he was explaining because people were coming on and people and he's like, yep. Um, like somebody was like, I'm in row 49. <laughs> he's like, yep, just keep going to the back. There's, And he was explaining to everybody, this is the longest single aisle plane that has been made. And he was explaining all about this. Anyway, people in front of us, a couple next to me, they suddenly know how are interested in planes. So now we're talking about planes and plane types. And. They were asking the flight attendant all sorts of questions about planes and the Delta fleet. What I will tell you is he was getting nearly 60 to 70% of his answers. Correct. (laughs) Real time fact checking from Todd. I, it was so hard to sit there. (laughs) Actually, um, actually, I, I did one and it wasn't a fact check. The gentleman to my left who eventually watched the movie asked the flight attendant, Hey, does anybody fly the 747 anymore? And he, and the flight attendant said, I don't, I don't think we have any, I don't know that anybody flies it. Cause that's a really old plane. And I just, and he's like, oh, that's too bad. You know, I'd love to, you know, it'd be nice to fly on it. And I just leaned over and I'm like, there's some foreign carriers that have it, including Lufthansa. That was enough. I didn't even give him the list. The li- By the way, the list is Lufthansa, K- uh, Korean Airlines, and British Airways still operates. So I get- Lufthansa has the most. There you go. And they're not that old of planes. They're uh, the ones they have are about 10 years old. So they got plenty of life. Anyway, I left it at that. 
And then the questions continued and the answers were getting wronger and wronger. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I mm. okay. <sighs> Title. <laughs> anyway, everybody was having fun. That's fine. Does anybody <laughs> really just making it up as you go? <laughs> just what he sounded authoritative he said they covered this in their training, and my thought was either you're remembering your training wrong or your training sucks because I know for a fact that the last three things you said are factually incorrect about airplanes and Delta, but whatever, that's cool. He then goes to the back. The next flight attendant comes up. She's a very nice woman. She's also very excited, and somebody made a comment, and she goes, yep, this is a really long plane. She goes, I really love flying on this. It's a comfortable plane, which a lot of people say. Cool. It's fine. And then she said, and she goes, because somebody said, are we going to leave late? And she goes, well, don't worry. She goes, because the 757 has the same engines as the 767, but it's a lighter aircraft. So we have a lot more power so we can just make this up in the air. Nope. No, no, none of that. None, none of that. <laughs> and I'm just like, I I, why would you say that? I don't Anyway, again, everybody's having a good time and everybody felt like we could just make it up in the air, which apparently is what they were doing with their answers, except we were still on the ground. Music is Happy Boy by Kevin McLeod. You can subscribe to our award-winning podcast with visiting scholar and airline expert Todd Prince wherever you get your pods. I I don't have to know everything. I just have to know more than you. <laughs> <laughs> That's a 40-year callback. That's nice. Uh, just search talking and the number two. There's no G and there's no space, which Vidi found out. You can check out our page on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash talking to Todd. We have award-winning merch. It's on Zazzle. We have a home office in Tuba City. You can see us there. Stop on by. Please don't do that. What else do I say here? Thanks to our listeners. Thanks to our sponsors. Toddler 3187, the Taylor Center for Technology Policy, and DJ to go Cedar Valley who is on hiatus. So Ooh, uh, is this when they release their good shows? <laughs> oh, wow. Because Doug, that's what Doug, we do. Doug, it's what we do. That, that was a shot at us, not at you. Just to be clear. <laughs> uh, if you have feedback on the last 15 seconds or anything else we said, send it to feedback at talkingtotod.com or text one of us since everybody has our cell phone numbers. Oh, my God. Todd? <clears throat> Vanderpump Rules follows Lisa Vanderpump and the staff at her restaurant and bars, Sir Restaurant and Lounge, Pump Restaurant, and Tom and Tom and Restaurant and Bar in West Hollywood, California, as they work on building their futures in show business and becoming entangled in interpersonal drama. The show initially centered on new server Shiana and her relationship with established employees, Kristen, Katie, Tom Sandoval. Hey, I've heard of that guy. Stassi and Jax. For the record, they have had 10 seasons. Holy shit. They've had 196 <laughs> episodes. <laughs> good good for them. <laughs> we, we've had 167. Yeah, so really. Same, what, same. How, how hard could it be to, to do that? <laughs> Just for whatever we do, we've already pissed off the Swifties. Do not put anything about Vanderpump Rules in the title of this, or or they're gonna, their fans, the pump heads. I don't know whatever they're going to come for us. Talking to Todd Rules. <laughs> oh, uh, invariably we'll be cleaning stuff up next week, but we nah, will. Now nah, this was all fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back. We're here. We're talking to Todd. Thank you.
you know how you said the only way you're going down 57 flights of 60 flights of stairs is if there's a fire five to one. I'm just getting ready to go to bed. Cause again, I got in late. I lay down in the bed and I hear the fire alarm go off, not in my room and not in the hallway, but there's a distinct fire alarm going off. And then there's two fire alarms going off and it sounds like they're coming out of the stairwells. And my thought is I'm on the 57th floor. I think that's the fire alarm, but I'm not sure. How sure do I need to be before I start, before I get dressed (laughs) and start heading down the flights of stairs? Answer, Todd came to the conclusion, I need to be more sure than I was at that point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure somebody will turn that off eventually. Or or turn on the alarm in my room telling me I need to move. Yeah. Look, this is going to get better or worse. Where it is right now is not an actionable <laughs> level. 